Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Petey Mac. And it's your boy, Big Keith, man. And welcome to the Big Keith and Petey Mac podcast, man. What's good, people? We are doing this episode differently. Uh, we're not on Saturday. We're on Sunday because we kind of went out last night. This your boy, Peter Mac. Yes, sir. Big Keith checking in, baby. Yeah, I mean, we went out to uh, the hotel that's off base. We lived our best life out there. Had a good time, man. Good vibes, man. Got to see, you know, see some people outside the work environment. Not only that, we got to see... Well, I enjoyed it because Keith, man, he wasn't looking. Oh, we got, I got to look at some women's and some nice... And, uh, Bathing suits and all that, you know what I mean? MP speaking for herself, I did not engage in any of that, but... All I just know is this, I've been deployed for a long time, though. Like, two months is long. Yeah, man, man, yesterday was definitely a good time. Good time for us to relax. We're in a high-stress environment, so... Oh, not only that, man, hey, uh, us doing that, but Manny Pacquiao, man, he, uh, he got the title back. How old is Pacquiao? 40. Man, he beat Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman ain't no slouch. He handed him his first. No, ball. he he put him on the. Um, I went back and watched the replay, and he put him on his ass on the first in the first round. I'm talking about hit him with a nice solid. Hit him with the right. He put him on his ass with the right, and you know he you know he's southpaw. Can he still be Floyd? Right now, man. I don't, we ain't gonna, we, first so? of all, I don't. I'm not gonna get in my feelings about that fight they had, bro. You don't, you don't think, you don't think uh, he gets nah, Floyd? Nah, nah, nah. He said it was hurt. I'm just saying, if he's at full nah, speed right now, know. he can't touch Floyd though, man. All I know is just watching that fight because it was done by Fox Sports Net. Um, we need HBO boxing back. Don't commentators, you know, Lennox Lewis, and I don't know the other guy. Which y'all tried, but it just don't beat the. Just ain't gonna beat the boxing out the dark, man. It ain't. It ain't gonna beat the HBO. HBO pay per view joint. Man, Floyd. Speaking of people that can't read, uh, R. Kelly back in the news. I guess he got indicted on a Rico or something like that. No, they said they got. I think they said they found like eighteen more tapes. <sighs> I tell you what, man. Stop recording it, man. Just, I just <laughs> at some point you gotta be like, I just need to stop. Why, why, why the girl ain't even like you need to stop, Robert? Like you don't you got in trouble too much for this? And as much as R. Kelly is a sick bastard. A talented sick bastard, but a sick bastard at that. It's the people around him. Oh, yeah. It's people condoning this type of shit, man. Ain't nobody holding him accountable. Like, y'all know these girls. Y'all bringing him these teenage girls to the room. Y'all letting him sit outside McDonald's and shit and scout these young girls. And y'all don't say nothing. All up in there. All up in there. uh, Grimaces, play play palace and stuff. All up in there looking at them little girls. But I want to let everybody know this. If you still right now watching that tape, that shot pornography, you know that, right? You know, you know that, right? You know you're sick. You know it's illegal. They can lock your ass up for that. That's a felony. Man, R. Kelly ass, man. So, and the one thing I've been seeing is this fake outrage, man. Fake outrage is a big thing in our generation right now. But with this uh, surviving R. Kelly, it came out a little while ago. I seen a lot of fake outrage because. Yeah, because it killed me because like, women like R. Kelly, but I said, really? So when we first saw the tape, of him peeing on that girl back in what, 0203? And then his face all up her butt. And then somebody said, Robert, he looked at the camera going, huh? I'm like, yeah, that's him. This that, is- was, that, that wasn't enough for you to say that you say you're sick. And then before that, like 10, 15 years before that, when he married Aaliyah, that wasn't enough for y'all, huh? This this this, this is the this is the uh this straw broke the camera back here, huh? This so, is it. Surviving R. Kelly didn't tell me anything I didn't already know. But I'm gonna say this about people say he was wrong for peeing on that girl. But here's the thing: at 14, you know wrong peeing on somebody. Hell, I was three years old. I knew peeing on somebody. Uh, you pee peed on me, mama. He pee peed on me. You, that's nasty. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, but I think 
I think Robert finna sit down for a minute. Oh okay. no, he gone for good. Yeah. Ain't no a minute, man. No he, minute. He, he gone for good. They about to give him that long ride. Oh, he, man, the good's hey. gonna give him the long ride, mama. What about his music though? You still bumping it or what? Still we bumping. can't we can't deny I'm, I'm his still musical bumping. genius. I'm, I'm still bumping his music, but I don't it's like somebody said, you bump that music because you remember where you were when you first heard, you remember the feeling you had when you first heard. I ain't th- listening to that music thinking, yeah, he peeing on people. He probably went pissed on the girl right there. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard we, not we, to associate that bullshit when you hear his voice now, just because of the age we live in and social media. I think that had a lot to do with it as well. Just everything is out now. So it's gonna be hard. It's a lot of kids probably don't know who R. Kelly for his music. They just know R. Kelly. Kids don't need to know who R. Kelly is. Okay, they don't need to know who R. Kelly. I was a shorty when R. Kelly. I'm talking about kids now. I mean, we didn't know that back then. Like, when I believe I can fly came out, I didn't know shit about that. Um, R. Kelly, man, I believe I can fly. But the, I wish. But no, this is what killed me. A lot of girls our age and a little older are sitting there. Man, R. Kelly's sick. He nasty. I'm like, really? He's sick and he nasty? Because you know, I remember when we was in 11th grade, and that's shipyard where I'm at. I said, I remember when I was in 11th grade, little 22 year old, 23 year old dude. Who worked at the shipyards come pick you up in that raggedy ass box Chevy? But but it, he wasn't sick. But I was in eleventh grade talking to a ninth grader. Oh, that's nasty. That's a little baby. And they uh, shit. Where I'm from, it ain't nothing to see a tenth grade girl getting picked up by an army dude in me, his, me, in, me. In his Camaro, his Camaro or his Charger or something. Oh man, you seen or that new Mustang? You seen that new? Oh, uh, hold up, I'm gonna jump off this. You seen that new Camaro? Now that thing look like a little Ferrari, bro. Nah, man, I refuse to get a Camaro. Not you, but you gonna start seeing them around base? Any kind of any kind of muscle car, I refuse. But you to. gonna see that? You gonna start seeing that around base? You know what I mean? You want to eat threes? Man. They gonna want to have to have it, so you gonna have to see it. Man. And you have to give a lot of counseling. You be in the E5, you gotta get a lot of cow. Like, look, man, this is a smart financial decision. I like it, I can handle it. Three months later. No, take my shit off the rig. Take it off the rig. Yeah. But um, speaking of people who got bammed, brings us uh, somebody from uh, New York, Mr. ASAP Rocky. You heard about him in the, was it Jail in Sweden? Oh, boy. And they say he in the, is it is real bad up there? I don't get it, because... He was locked up in, at Rikers. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. He locked up at Rikers, but he don't know about Black Lives Matter. No, Black oh, yeah, that, that's you on from you, Harlem. That's on you, Rock. You done did, you done did two years at Rikers. As yeah. I've told y'all in the first episode, if you don't already know about Rikers, in our first episode, Rikers is the correctional facility for the city of New York, and it is, like, up there with San Quentin and, like, how Alcatraz used to be there as one of the worst jails, like, yeah, ASAP Rocky used to be homeless in Harlem. Like, talk about he can't relate to Black Lives Matter. He don't live in Ferguson. He lives in Soho and things like that. You're going to wish he was in Ferguson now. Now you're ass in jail. You got to stay where you at now. You got to sit where you at, Rock. Mm-hmm. And if you if you campaigning to bring Rocky home, you're goofy. He stay where he at, Because he, he turned his back on us. And I love ASAP Rocky music. I like Nash. Nas was my boy. Nas, Ferg. I mean, there's some talented dudes, but. Like that Trillmatic, man, I'm still bummed. I actually thought that was a 95 joint until he said funky style with a funky swag. I'm like, oh, this ain't no, this ain't no 95, you saying swag. But yeah, ASAP Rocky, like, it's just funny how things come full circle. No, 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 no. Uh, it's like my grandma used to always tell me, you can either have sense or life gonna make you buy sense. Yup. So he, he buying that shit right mm-hmm. now. And I, and you know what? I don't, I don't feel bad for him. I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry at all. Well, ASAP Rocky telling people, don't ask me shit about Ferguson and Black Lives Matter. 
And now he's like, man, this is your new man. No, 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 no. Had that same energy, pimp. Had that same energy. So don't ask me shit about no ASAP Rocky neither, man. He got to sit, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. But yeah, man, R. Kelly, he should be locked up for the rest of his they life. Need to, they need to throw with Keon. And they need to give him his hour a day to keep recording music. No, man, we don't need to have him making no more music, man. That means you still low-key like you a nasty sick man. Get in there for your album and record that damn music. Hey, man. Nah, he don't need to record music no more. He's done. We can't deny his musical we genius. We can't deny his musical his genius, musical but, but, but hey, but that's... That just goes along. They said some of the uh, sickest motherfuckers are geniuses, and R. Kelly is example number one. That, that young man is a musical genius. Kanye, also a musical genius, also a sick motherfucker. Kanye just is... He, he just believe his own hype. That's the thing about Kanye, man. I think, just, I think I think in Kanye's mind, he thinks that he's Jesus. I think he's thinks he's on a figure of his. That's own why religion. I didn't I, I didn't listen to Jesus album. I'm like, oh, that's blasphemy. I ain't doing that. Oh. Great album. I just I, I just I, I, nowadays you got to separate entertainment from real life. You're supposed to always have done that, but but people will boycott somebody's music because of their personal decisions. I don't care about none of that. Kanye keep making them hits. I don't, I don't condone Kanye's bullshit and what he talks about. Dude, I don't condone. I can't deny. I him. mean, I didn't condone. But I can't deny his music. I can't genius. deny. I couldn't deny what Juvenile, BG, and all them boys was doing back in uh in uh Cash Money Day back in '99 to 2000. I didn't condone it, but I'm like every time that that you that be by the bins, huh? That you yeah. that can get more lady because you keep fucking them friends. Every time it came on, I listened to it. Yeah, man. I don't Kanye. I don't condone his actions, but. Musical genius can't deny it. Can't deny it. That way, just, just, just somebody get that man some help, man. And then somebody, no, they need to indict, like, like you said earlier, they need to indict the rest of them nasty ass older people that, that, that were with him. Whoever, R. Kelly and his whole inner circle, they need to be right on trial with him. Cause I kept, I kept getting tired of all those people. Is, uh, I know it's old, but like they were talking about. I just thought Robert, you're wrong. You're wrong, Robert. And then one in the backup, backup dancer, she kept on saying, I should have protected her. I should have protected her. Damn, bitch, you dropped the ball three fucking times. Like, I mean, yeah, she, I, she, after, after time, too, you just. She need to get locked up. Everybody, they all got to go. All right, so being out here on deployment, there's really not much we It ain't no real food options. We got a pizza. We got a subway that gets old. We got the galley. Half the time what's in there isn't even edible. Most and I'm of the mad time. because everybody, when I came out here, swore down. That's the best seat you gonna do in the Navy. That's the best seat you gonna do in the Navy. Oh, that galley is wonderful. They gotta give it to because it's real bad. The galley is horrible. I've ate the, the best I've eaten in the Navy is boot camp. Facts. Great Lakes galley. And I was at A school, it was the same thing. Yeah. Great Lakes. That's Ooh. the best we ever ate was boot camp, and that's saying something. And I'm a big dog. I love to eat, but half the time I go in this galley and I lose my appetite. It makes me miss back home, that good down south Tennessee cooking. The best cuisine is found south of the Mason Dixon line. Well, it depends on what you're looking for. In Tennessee. You I don't know about Tennessee. Nah, baby, I'm from the Mississippi. Best, the best cuisine in Man, the United dude, States dude. of America. Besides in Tennessee. We got barbecue. We got the hot chicken. We got chicken. Y'all don't got hot chicken, though. Yes, we do got hot chicken. Anybody got grease got hot chicken. Nashville hot chicken. What's oh, yeah, hold on. Speaking of cuisine. It, it ain't called Mississippi hot chicken. Oh, first of all, speaking of cuisine, 
I'm gonna, y'all excuse me, I gotta get on Big Keith's ass right quick. So he thought it'd be funny to send me some video and tag me talking about this Mississippi all day. It, somebody thought it'd be a good idea to take baked beans and make a, a, a frozen popsicle, whatever the hell it was, out of baked beans. I guess it's baked beans and the pot liquor. For those of y'all who bougie don't know what pot liquor is, that's like when you put beans or like meat or something in there and then the, the juice that come from the water and all that, that's called pot liquor. So I guess that's what it was in. I don't know why the hell you thought that I would think that was nice. That picture looked nasty as hell. Why would you think that 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 that, that was that, something? That's straight Mississippi. No, the hell it ain't. Baked bean popsicle. That's some Mississippi. No, 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 no. No, but speaking of Mississippi and the Gulf Coast, man, I've been down there. They got some good cuisine. I love some good crawfish, man. I love seafood, period. But crawfish is kind of funny, though, because crawfish, because you got to be, when you like describe, especially like if you were a woman and you try to tell how to eat crawfish, you're going to have, baby, you're going to have to suck the juice out their head. So it's like oh, real. No, it ain't yeah. like that, no. For all my perverted brothers out there. No, <laughs> I ain't going to lie. My cousin, I'm going to tell you what happened. Now, I never thought about it like that until I had a cousin named Ty. It was 2005. We went to Pensacola for his graduation. So me, Ty, my, my stepbrother, Grover. And uh, my dad, we went over there. But him and his friends, we was out in the back and we were eating it. But they didn't really know how to eat crawfish like this. So my daddy kind of teaching them how to eat crawfish. So it was one, everybody working at crawfish got real quiet. That's why real quiet. And then all of a sudden, I guess my cousin Ty was having having problems. He was having problems trying to get his crawfish over. So his, it just got real quiet. My cousin Vince, his dad said, Ty, suck that head, baby. Oh, I'm talking man. about when we all died, dude. And even to this day. He's a first class in the Navy. See this one, shout out to my cousin, he on deployment right now. To this day, I'll just randomly call him up like, bro, I got something real important I need to tell you. What, it concerned the Navy in the way here, you can say, well, what's up, cuz suck that head, baby, just hang phone up, man. We got crawfish, man, you know what I'm saying, the shrimp po' boy down there. But well, that's pretty much from New Orleans all the way over to like Mobile, Alabama, man. You get shrimp po' boys, you can get you a fish sandwich, you can get you some good soul food, that's anywhere in the South. But I got this spot. And as you know, soul food, but you can you can't just go to no soul food spot that looks wonderful. You know, it's got to look like it's run down. The cooks gotta look like they just did a 30, I mean a, a, a two-year bid in county. Man, it's a spot. The best food is from mom and pop spots, though. Yes. No, no cap. Man, the best uh, food is from mom and pops. Man, I had shout out to Helen's, man. Man, no, we got this spot called um this spot called. I'm trying to think of it. I can't remember the name of it, but it's uh, if you're in Moss Point, it's right off Grind Street. Y'all charge them ahead, not my heart. It's right down there, <laughs> right down the street from where Mail used to be. That's a junior high. Um, I go in there to order like two piece wing with some lima beans and some rice and gravy. So my cook like, all right, shout. So next thing I know, he come out in the back. I guess they be. He said, hey man, what you want? Some two wings? I said, I wanted two uh, legs. He said, well, I'm gonna throw four in you because I was out there getting my ass beat on the dice, man. So man, I'm gonna throw four in you because my baby. <laughs> and the whole time. He got the cigarette in his mouth, and it, it phase. That's what it is, phase. I, I, I had a Tourette's moment. I had phase. That's what it's called. Shout out to phase. Um, man, he was like, man, I threw two in there, man. My bad about that bullshit, cause I'm like, big wings, and then they had the red Kool Aid, bro. They had the red Kool Aid. I had Kool Aid at a soul food spot, man. Chandler's in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh boy, Kool Aid dispenser. Yeah, did my heart good. Uh. But we went to Maine for Lobster Fest, man, and we had some good lobster. It wasn't seasoned, but, you know, the butter is what gives us this flavor. But 
I think ten times out of ten, I'm gonna prefer the crawfish boil before I. No, eat see some me lobster. honestly, a uh, 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 craw—I mean, a uh, lobster ain't nothing but a big ass unseasoned crawfish. That's all it is. I, I had the first time I had a uh, lobster when I was working at Walgreens in Atlanta, and a little chick that uh, was my manager, she was. You know, playing some little sucker dude who brought her some food, and she was like, "I don't even want this lobster. Who want peach? You want?" I was like, "I will take it." So I ate it because I had never I ate lobster. Want this I, lobster. I, I, bit, I bit it, and I was like, "This is a big ass crawfish with no seasoning." And then too, I don't really like lobster because you know, being on the ship, when we get lobster, or coming with some steak, or coming with some ice cream. Nah, that's every Sunday for us. Well, I mean Sunday, but if it's like on a Tuesday and you underway, and it's like, why are we having? And you just like, oh man, tell us we you sitting there and then here come the captain on the uh the intercom. It's called the one it's the intercom. Good afternoons, I got a little news for you. We're gonna be out past this weekend. How did I know? Which makes sense, but don't you always give somebody you trying to screw steak and lobster? So that makes sense. Hey. But not um You know, Chicago got good cuisine too, man. Uh, I know you can say pizza. They got the best pizza I ever had in my life. No, man, you got to get a New York slice. Now, Chicago. I, I, New York, New York, a New York type of slice is way better. See, not saying the deep dish pizza from Chicago ain't good, but it's like a pie. I don't feel like eating no pie right now. I want a slice. I want to be able to stumble. Like when a, I used to, you can get pie in a slice. It's a slice. No, it's a it's a piece of pie. That's a piece of like deep dish pie. I'm not trying to fork and knife it. Like if I'm like one something in the morning. If and you, I'm about to go hit the club. I'm drunk. I just need something to get me down the street. I want to go. I want to go. Give me a slice, a thin slice. I can fold up, eat that joint, and that's from New York. That's a New York style and slice. You're gonna be hungry five minutes later. That's just to sustain you, so you don't throw up, man. If you're in Chicago and you go to Lou Malnati's, you know what I'm saying. You get your butter crust, and then they put the cheese in there. Then they put the meat in there. And they put the sauce somewhere, and then they bake it, and it's just the best pizza I've ever. Well, I'm gonna had be honest in my with life. you. Um, and then they got good Italian beef sandwiches, and uh, one thing New York and Chicago battle is the hot dog. Like, no, now we talking about chicken. Like they got a chicken spot in uh, Chicago. Harold? Actually, Harold. Yeah, they actually got one in Atlanta too. And the people yeah, from Chicago yeah, said that's yeah. oh my goodness, that mild sauce they put. Oh, we talking about mild sauce and sauce like that. DC got this thing called Mumbo Sauce. Well, they wing, like you get it from the Chinese spot, you gotta put it, you gotta douse it on your chicken and douse it on your fried rub. Mumbo sauce, son. DC. Mumbo sauce. DC. Yeah, so, um, you know, you can go there. Um, now, out west, let's not sleep on out west, cause like, out west, middle of California, that's a good Mexican food. That's where you're gonna find some of the best Mexican food ever. Like, like east of, like Texas and, and back east, I'm sorry, I don't like that Mexican food. Like a burrito, that, those burritos I've got in California, some of the best burritos I have had. Man, I'm throwing some like crack. You know how it's got this one, especially, and it's native to San Diego, but I think it branched up to LA a little bit. It's called a California burrito. This is where you can either get carne asada or pollo asada. Carne asada is uh, steak, pollo asada is chicken. Man, and, and everybody man, know that. No, that, that you be supporting. Everybody be, listening, we know y'all know that. Well, anyway, but I'm gonna say so you can get like your cheese in there, your guacamole, your sour cream, and fries. Comes in the damn burrito. That's some real fat man shit. Hey, bro. <laughs> I ate them. Th man, I used to be up there, man. I, I, I used to be down like when I was an E3, E4 that just got out there. I used to be down to my last seven dollars. I'm like, man, the average California burrito by six fifty. Do I want that gas to go to work or do I want this? Well, I'm about to get paid tomorrow. I don't need to be driving. You know, traffic be, I can walk it. Bro, 
And you put a little, you put the little red and green sauce on there with some ranch. But I had that shit looking like a Mexican flag with my sauces, man. What you know about the verde sauce, man? My sauce of verde? What you know about that? Bro, do you know I love Latin women, right? Bro, I used to work in Moe's, bro. How you gonna tell First me? of all, don't cuss at me like that when we talking about real deal Mexican food. Don't you never cuss at me again. Bro. Don't ever cuss at me again like that. Man, the best Mexican food I ever had is at Oscar's Taco Shop in Knoxville, Tennessee on the strip, man. So you just got one specific place. It I had, just it had to be some real Mexicans in there, man, because that shit. But see, that's the thing about the see that thing about not. You got a specific spot, San Diego. It don't matter as long as the taco shop. Cause somebody asked me, "What's a good taco? Where can I find a taco?" I said, "Man, just get in your damn car and just drive. You are gonna hit one within five or ten minutes." But you gotta understand this: the taco shop. Uh, they kind of like soul food spot too. I need to go and they need to be grimy. I need to see a little 80-year-old woman and I need to, uh, that's a boiler. I need to see a boiler up there looking like she just finished tiling the floor, coming out there with a wrench like I just got the, I just, I just did the plumbing in the back. They be working little boiler. She 80, 80, 88 years old, 200 years old. And they just be working her like she just, Man. I need to see, I need to see a little chick that's up there in the front. I don't know if she 22 or eight of a 17, but because you know they, I just need to see her being pretty looking at me. And I need my cooks to look like they just did a bid out of county. And my cooks need to look like they hate me. Cause you know, Mexicans, I wear squires and kept a lot of them don't, 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 don't fuck with us, us black people. I need to see my cooks looking like, well, yeah, what you want, Princess Savala, huh? Like, let me get some red and green sauce. I had one dude say, let me get some red and green sauce. We ain't got that, homie. But that was the best damn corn inside burrito I ever had. I keep it simple with the Mexican food, man. Chicken, cheese, and rice. Chicken, cheese, and rice. Chicken, huh? cheese, and rice. You, can, you can't you go can. wrong. You can't go wrong. That's just basic, man. So, no, I do need to get out west, though. I'm you need to go out west. I ain't bro. never been out west. I'm saying, like, you get you a California burrito, get some some corny inside of fries. That's basically a burrito. That's basically a California burrito, but just over, but just like without the tortilla, without the wrap. Just, over it's just the fries. yeah. Yeah, carne inside. So of fries. out of I have some carne inside out of everywhere you've been, what city you think got the best wings? Tennessee. What, what city? I mean, I, uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. Helen's Hot Chicken. I don't know, man. I'm more of Atlanta, man, because you know you can. You can, it's so many places in Atlanta just known for chick for, for chicken wings, man. They actually had a chicken wing convention. Me and my boy was supposed to go to man. back in April, but he got drunk the day of and decided he didn't want to go. Chicken wing convention. Boy, I tell you what, I lost all my money. You know what I hate about chicken wing? When they give you all them chicken wings, they give you that one thing of ranch. Yeah, and you got ten wings with one little cup of ranch. Who the hell? I can Buffalo Wild Wings good for that shit. First of all, we talking about real. I, I know that, but then Buffalo Wild Wings got a nerve to charge you sixty nine cent per cup of ranch, bro. A little two ounce cup of ranch, they charge you sixty nine cent for it. Oh, and then they give you one ranch per twenty piece, man. It's like like at McDonald's, they give you one sauce per fucking twenty piece nugget, man. First of all, we ain't talking about McDonald's ideas, man. Well, shout gotta out stop, to, I gotta stop being so stingy with the sauces out. There. Hey, shout out to McDonald's uh, Shake Machine because that's the real that's that, that's the real soldier. He ain't never been up. Stay up, I'm. We miss you. He said stay. There ain't no stay up for no. No nah, man, that man been he out of. Stay down. No, well I said well, I said stay up. Stay down. I told you. Remember I told you. Um, we 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 read a little bit when we were talking about McDonald's and I told you I came back from sea. And the girl I was dating at the time was a manager at McDonald's, and she tried to tell me that her job was more strenuous than mine. And talking about, I don't understand the, the, the strenuousness of her job. 
And I said, girl, like, you know I worked at McDonald's when we used to talk back in the day, right? She's like, yeah, I said, I can pretty much tell you your day as a manager. You go in, you count the petty cash. If you got too much, you make a bank run. I said, you come back from the bank run, you go back in there, you fuck around on y'all phone because y'all all do it. I said, then you'll come out the back if y'all get too packed during the lunch line. On the line, you'll knock the volume down, you knock all the customers down. I said, then if somebody gets mad, you gotta come up there and deal with that, sir. I'm sorry, we get refund, we fix your order. I said, nine times out of ten, since you in San Diego, you probably gotta do it in Spanish. And then you gotta say this right here I'm sorry, but our shake machine is down. I said, did I get your day right, sweet? She like, she like, I hate your black ass so much. I was like, I know you do. And then when, 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 you know when a woman tell you, I hate your black ass so much. That's when you got the ass dead right. Shout out to McDonald's, man. No, no, we ain't shout McDonald's. Uh, Work job I ever had. Man. Hey man, and nothing against anybody who works there, man. Get your paper, but yeah, I miss good cuisine, man. Being out here makes me miss it so much. Make me miss it so much too, man. Mm-hmm. I miss just being able to get some, sit down in front of the TV and watch something nice. Like since last chance you was back, man, it wouldn't be nothing for me. To, I wish I could just give me a corner side burrito, sit down and just watch JB just cut some kids. Speaking of last chance, you man. It's a real big football series on Netflix to follow the life of JUCO players while they're trying to get back to their Division I dreams and get them a scholarship. But I was just thinking about my favorite sports movies, man. That's one thing. That's one genre of movie that I think you just can't go wrong with. You can always put it because there's always the perseverance story and then it's sports. It's entertaining if it's a decent movie and they're playing decent football. So... I was gonna ask you, bro. What's your top five sports movies? So my my top five. I had to really think about this, man. So I'm gonna try to go in the year that they were released. My first number one on my list is uh from 1986, stars Gene Hackman and uh the late Dennis Hopper. It's called Hoosiers. Hoosiers is about a uh, a 19. 50s um, Indiana high school team, small school that ends up winning the state title. And it's actually based on a true story. Like, I've actually watched the actual game that it was based on, that the, the championship game that was based on on ESPN Classic back in the day. Um, actually, the school that they beat, that they beat in the movie uh, was actually based on Oscar Robinson's high school, because you know Oscar Robinson's high school was the first high school in 1955 and 1960, first black high school in 1950, ever in 1955-1956 to win back-to-back state championships. No other black high school could do that. So I liked it, because me, one, I like high school basketball. I never got to play it, because I lacked a little thing called talent. So, um, but I, I like anything dealing with high school basketball, so that's my number one. Uh, you need to check that out. Number two, um, I like Sandlot. I, I don't even like baseball. It's just, it's a feel-good movie. It's a movie about kids. It's about kids. It's their having their thing, having, you know, summer. Um, Just very funny movie. It's just funny movie, funny little things. My boy was Squints. I love Squints. Squints kissed the um, kissed the lifeguard. Then at the end, you heard they said he ended up having nine kids. That means Squints well, wasn't that knocking five from Wendy Peppercorn. Wendy Peppercorn. Pe- Peppercorn. He was knocking five when they said nine kids. Wendy Peppercorn. Hey, Man, he was a man. No, he tripped me out when Smalls had said, how about we just go knock on Mr. Myrtle's door and ask him to give us the ball? Basically, was like, no, he's the one who told him to beat that kid. And then when they got the ball, Mr. Myrtle was like, why don't y'all just knock? I gave you the ball back. And they started beating Boy, them they, squints. They beat squints out. And then squints was like, we got the ball back. Well, I got the, we got the ball back. I don't see why y'all mad. I said, squints, that's all like something. We got the ball back. I don't know why y'all mad. 
Man, That's but, how you do it, Smalls. <laughs> uh, ham, ham tripped me out Hamilton. too. Man, yeah, Sandlot. What well, I think it came out '93. '93, Sandlot came out '93. Um, they had Sandlot two to just piss. No, me first off. of all, I didn't watch that. Sandlot two is terrible. I watch. I didn't watch three. I just didn't know you're not gonna ruin a classic. So that's my second favorite. Uh, my third, and I struggled with this one because I like a lot of basketball, but I just had to get this one down above the rim, above the rim with Tupac, Marlon Wayans, Leon, and uh, Dion Martin, aka Gina, ex-husband. Who is Leon? You ever seen Five Heartbeats? Talking about David Ruffin? Yeah, David Ruffin Temptation. Bro, his name not Leon. His name is Leon. His name is David Ruffin. His name is Le first of all, <laughs> his name. If anything, his name gonna be JT from the Fire Heart because he was JT before he was David Ruffin. What? What? That's arguable. No, I'm they ain't arguing. That, that, that he was better. We ain't arguing which he one was, is better. No, I'm saying he was better as. But anyway, one. that's a good one. And then not only that, I like that movie because like that was like real different. They had, oh, and I also forgot Wood Harris was in it. Um, Ace Boogie or, or Avon Avon Barksdale was in that joint, and he was that man who just got out the car, just whooped the dude. I'm a motherfucking soldier, you understand me? Side note, you know I ain't know uh, what Harry's brother was Steve. Harris. Yeah, that's his brother. Yeah. If, 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 and you don't know until you think they both got that little like when they get they got that dead. They look like monkeys, like just contemplating oh, something. Man. You know when they got that little dead face on, that they like they just little blank face, just yeah, they look like monkeys. But Steve that's Harris make that face. He's gonna beat his wife and whatever. But no, I like that because like that did with high school basketball as well. Yeah. Um, but then they was like the street ball they were doing, and then on top of that, the soundtrack was just play. I mean, it was Death Row had did the soundtrack. It was a clear black night. Oh yeah, regulators was on there. <laughs> you know, and that that was around about my brother hit me to that because my brother Tony God rest his soul. He graduated in '94 when that movie came out. He played basketball, so that was a movie I got to watch. So I always remember like rolling with him, listening to Regulators, or him letting me sneak and watch that with him. So that's one of uh, another one of my favorites. Um, number four was uh, number four for me is Little Giants. Little Giants. I like Little Giants because Little Giants. I didn't know kids before like. Junior high could play football. So when I saw that, I, I talked to my dad, like, yo, we can play football. Like, yes, I always gotta be eight. He said, he said, yeah, yeah. I said, he said, you gotta be eight, son. I was like, oh my goodness. I just love little Johnny. You couldn't tell me I wasn't gonna be the ice box or anything like that. And I got out there, boy, they used to just run my ass over, boy. I just I kept, see, that's the thing I'm mad at myself going up. I kept wanting to push sports because I had two brothers that played for state. Championship teams at Moss Point High School. My brother Brian in 91, my brother Daytuan in 96. Shout out Mall Point. Man. Shout out Mall Point Tiger. Not Moss Point, Mall Point. Um, it just went in the cars for me. And I kept on until I got to seventh grade. I said, fuck it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm tired of this. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, that's number four. Number five. Number five is a two way tie for me. And it's going to be weird the, the two movies that's tied. It's between any given Sunday huh. and Space Jam. Come on, it's Slam. And the reason why I see I see any given Sunday, of course, because I like I was playing little league football and it came out. My dad took me to see it. And I was like, oh, it's a football movie. Man, I went in there. I did not know until I watched that the NFL players party like rock stars having the baddest women. I told my dad, I said, wait a minute, women will sleep with you? Just because you play football, like, yeah, son, I was like, yeah, I definitely got to make this pop now. You know what I'm saying? But Bill Bellamy, as a, as a wide receiver, that, I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know about that one, man. 
Yeah, that is it. But everything has a football in it. That 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 speech, life is a game of inches. That's the one of the best sports speeches ever written. You know that speech delivered by Al Pacino. That was some of the best uh, dialogue in a movie I have ever heard. Well, that wasn't dialogue. That's the best monologue I have ever heard. Like they, I don't know who, what coach. That had to be written by a coach because that was perfect. And uh, he probably got it from Vince Lombardi. I don't think Vince Lombardi. No, Vince Lombardi. They just say Vince Lombardi was straight up just. He probably got it from somewhere. He, he, probably, he probably got it from He had, like I said, it had to be Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, Bill Walsh. Yeah. Uh, somebody had to write that. And then Space Jam because I like basketball. And it was a 90s, it's quintessential 90s kid. It had everything for a 90s kid. It had Michael Jordan and the Looney Tunes and other NBA stars. Like, that's just quintessential. It had R. Kelly, man. And R. Kelly was on the two in the 90s. Like, so it was, like I said, it was a quintessential thing. I mean, hey, I believe I can fly. Like, you can't, it's, that, was, that was a lot of people's graduation song, regardless of how you feel about it. And it's something that it should be left alone. There shouldn't be no space. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't, how I'm they going to do it? LeBron ain't leave to play baseball. They probably might do it while he transitioned between going to the lake or something. I don't know. First of all, do, do kids even know who the hell Looney Tunes are? Kids, not kids don't know who, who Yosemite Sam is, Elmer Fudd. They barely know who Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck are. They not going to know who those people are. But that is like my five movies. It's a bunch of other ones I wanted to, but I just I just had to think about the five. I could sit down and just watch all the time. It's crazy. I, I really don't know, other than Kevin Durant Thunderstruck, I don't know. Oh, that was a mistake. I don't know any bad sports movies. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's bad sports movies out there, but even like Facing the Giants was low budget as hell. No, that scene we had that but boy. It's a good uh, movie. That scene he it's had a, that boy telling me I need to go 50 yards, and the boy said I can't go no more. So you just went end zone to end zone. He blindfolded and made uh, him crawl with that dude on the back, made him a crab with that what, dude on the what's back. What's the name of the movie? Uh, with Bob Latticer, De La Salle. Oh, when the game stands talk. That was a good movie. Good movie. That was a great movie. Just like Friday Night Lights. That's a great movie. That's actually in my top five. So okay. my top five movies, my number one favorite movie is actually a group of three movies. And uh, we're going to go with the Mighty Duck series. You can't beat that. That's beautiful, too. And I don't even watch hockey or ever play hockey. I don't even know the hockey rules. You know what killed me? I know I'm a little bit because I've been to hockey game. But you know what killed me? How they wanted to convince us in D2. That you got a bunch of black and Latino kids in South Central California, South Central Los Angeles, California, playing street hockey. No, 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 that ain't, no, I ain't. I'm like, when I was little, it just got to, I'd be about like 11, 12, I'm like, Niggas is out there playing street, and, and then too in South Central in the '90s, they just out there in the open. Ain't nobody looking out for gangs. Ain't nobody looking for no bloods, no crips, nothing. I think. uh my favorite, I, I think I like the third. I think I like D3 better. I, D2 is my favorite of the whole series. I think man. D3 is my better just because they was all together. They went to school and just the struggle. You know the reason why I'm mad I didn't like D3? Because my boy was Jesse Hall. Oh, they didn't bring Jesse. And they didn't bring Jesse for third. And they, they, ain't bring, they didn't bring a lot of them back. They ain't bring Portman and, and Reed back. Neither. Portman came back at the end yeah, of the third. Yeah, but he, he wasn't there for the whole movie, though. But uh, I just didn't like how... It made me feel that way, so I'm like, so you're going to get Keenan, which at the time, I don't understand, because Keenan was hot at the time. Yeah. And and I said, so you just going to have a token Negro, so that's what it is. So we can't have two niggas together. We just got to pick between one. And of course, you're going to pick Keenan, because Keenan and Kel was hot, because that came out in 96. So he was all that and Keenan and Kel that just came out, so you had to go with that. With Side note, 
Luis Mendoza was also Benny Rodriguez in the Sandlot. No, the dude that played the goalie for Eaton Hall Varsity was also Gunnar Stahl in the second. Gunnar Stahl. And that's just the player's name, Gunnar Stahl. Gunnar Stahl. Gunnar Stahl, man. And Gunnar was a gangster. Gunnar, uh, what was a Wolf, they coached for uh, Island said, you lost it for me. Gunnar said, you looked him up down, you lost it for yourself. I like, gangster. I'm getting that jersey when I get yeah, back, man. Uh, I'm getting that Gunnar Stahl. Jamal Lyon was uh was Lil Hall in Yeah, Terry Martin. Terry Hall. I thought he was a little girl in that one. And that's no offense to the man being gay, but like if you saw him in um in D in the first Mighty Ducks, he looks like a little girl. And his name was Terry. I really thought, and so my mom said, that's a boy. I'm like, that boy act like a girl. Come to find out. Jamal Lyon. Man. Jamal Lyon, he is indeed, you know, he gay. So I was like, well, I knew he had just knew something was off about him. That's my number one. My number two is Blue Chips, basketball movie with Shaq, Penny, uh, Nick Nolte plays Coach Pete Bell, Western University Dolphins. Uh, Bobby uh, Knight was in there. George Ravelin was one of his coach. Rick Pitino was the coach of the first team. Jerry Tarkanian. Uh, Kevin um, O'Neill used to coach at Marquette. John Thompson. What was John Thompson at in that? Nah, you know what? I'm thinking about my number three movie. But no, sure. I'm going to tell you what was funny about uh, Blue Chips. I got a Blue chip story. So my mama took me to see it because I begged her because Shaq was in it. He was hot and I liked basketball. We actually made a mistake and walked into the theater for uh, Sugar Hill, which is a gangster movie with, uh, with starring Wesley Snipes. Now, at the beginning of Sugar Hill, there's a scene where Wesley Snipes' mother is Odin. So I'm sitting there, I'm four years old, four, five years old, watching like what it was going on. And I'm like, Mama, I don't think it's right. And we said, hold on, baby. I said, this might be right. No, Mama, this is this is the movie. <laughs> and then finally, my mama asked the woman from, excuse me, is this blue chips? And this woman turned around and looked at my mama like, hell for this look like, look like, she said, the look she shot my mom was like, you know, but she like, no, this ain't no damn blue chips. Where, where you see some basketball line? <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm not going to lie, there's a part in there where Bobby Knight was going off on the referee. He was telling one of the guys jumped over the back, and the referee said, I can't see it from the trail. And then Bobby Knight said, you sure as hell can see it from here? Move your fat ass down when you can see it. I said, damn. I said, you can talk to a referee like that? No. And that's why Bobby Knight got his ass hey, suspended and kicked out of game hey, but, so much. Hey, but did you notice, though, those games that they played, those were actual games between uh, uh, the team that was Western and, in, and the team in Indiana. Those are, there were two games that Bobby Knight's Indiana Hoops that he was coaching. They actually won both of them games. They just cut it up to make it look like Western one. Yeah. So yeah, Blue Chips is my number two. My number three, he got game. That's where I was thinking of John Thompson because they showed it for. They said all them coaches recruiting Jesus shows where you know starring Ray Allen, Denzel Washington, things of that nature. Um, that was also a good move. I, he got game. It was a good move. No, it's good with basketball. I thought it was gonna be more basketball in it than what it was. I ain't gonna lie. I like he got game because. Got to see a lot of. Oh man, man! I, hey, look, man! I was, I was shorty, man. I wasn't. Even, I was scared of that type of. I thing. wasn't scared of it. I was what ten at that at that at that time. I was I was managed, dog. But at that time, I didn't even know. I'm like, wait a minute, and I'm kind of and I'm with my dad in the theater. Like, I thought this was just a basketball movie. Yeah, he got game. Uh, you know, they got the Jordan Thirteens came out of that. And them pearl phones. Yeah, oh, them, them things are beautiful, man. I got I got that I got that Lincoln Rears for this blue jersey. The man actually got his nickname, NBA nickname. Ray Allen got his NBA nickname from that movie, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Jesus. He couldn't act to save his damn life, though. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, most athletes can act. But he always kept sounding like he was somebody who was, was pulling his own. Man, I don't know you Most athletes can't act or rap, though. No, we're not going to get in there. You're not going to. To be completely honest. Uh, I'm surprised Spike Lee didn't put himself in there. Because you know he notorious for popping up in his, in his movie. Uh, Jim Brown trip man. He was just mean to him. Uh, all Jim time. Brown was a cop, man. What was their names? I forgot what Jim. their name. No, Jim Brown talked when he was here. They had the full point to get him out of jail. Man, he's hurt. Well, give him something. We got two more hours to go. I don't want to hear that shit. He, <laughs> he said, said, We don't care about you throwing up. He said, Man, you want to do that, my man? I know the white dude name was Crudick. I forgot what Jim Brown name was. He said, If you, he said, I will see perfectly that my man Crudick will watch you clean up. Every stinking nasty. No, he told him lick up every drop. He yeah. told me, he said, you throw up, you'll lick up every stinking nasty, filthy-ass drop. Jim Brown, man. No, uh, and um, his boy, like, I didn't I, just, I didn't realize that was Travis Best. I don't know who the other two guys were. Uh, Sip Rogers. Sip Rogers. And the man, see, it made it seem like it was a commercial. I played the two. Uh-huh. We the real splits. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I'm like, man, this is a commercial, can he? Yeah. Can he? Sip. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. Well, when when uh, Jesus was in that thing, he's like, basketball by poor the most. You take a man to the right, take him to the left, and he fade your J in his face. And you look at him. He'd be like, what? I did that one time with somebody, man. I'm like, what? He was like, dude, I'm going to beat my ass, though. Sip Rogers. They had a small front line, though. Sip Rogers. I played a two spot. We are the rail splitters. Nobody's fucking with us. But they had a small front line because Booger was 5'7. What's his name? Hill Harper. Hill Harper, yo. Yeah. Booger was 5'7. Sip was 5'9. Sip nine. was 5'9 and Jesus was 6'5. That's like just, even for high school, that's a small front line. But them two, uh, them two forwards are 6'10. Matt something. And... No, they tripped out when they was playing 202. Like, you fire the fuck out of me. He said, you fire. That's the only way you block my. You fire me. You all crying. You the crying baby little church going motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. My number four favorite sports movie, uh, probably gonna go with Remember the Titans. It had a little bit more of a historical significance than my number five movie, which is Friday Night Lights. But both of them were based on true stories. Yeah, but well, remember the, the historical significance of Remember the Titans about how first school get integrated and how far they had to come is a little bit more significant. But no, but than, see, but if you know the history of that, like Disney actually took a lot of liberties with that. Because T.C. Williams had been integrated for six years already. And actually in Alexandria, Virginia, that's the only high school they got. I don't know why it's not called, but like, they had already been integrated. Coach Yost had already had the job uh, when Herman Boone got it. Because Herman Boone's coach at GW already. And it wasn't um, George Washington. He's so... And there's never was no, if you lose, we're going to fire you. And they said they used to blast their opponents. They said every game they had was a shutout. Even the state, it said, except for one, the team they played in the state title, uh, Marshall. Yeah. They didn't play them in the state title in real life. They said that's the only team that scored. They said even the state title they played in, that was a shutout. They said almost every game they had was a shutout. And shout out to Julian Campbell, RIP. He just passed away uh, a few months ago. The real Julian Campbell, who also was in that one, Wood Harris playing Julian Campbell. Shout out to shout out to Gary Bertin, RIP Gary Bertin. Shout out to Louis Elastic, man, who actually went to Austin Peay State University, my alma mater. Shout out Clarksville, Tennessee. Hey, uh, shout out to Sunshine. I love that. So, Ronnie died. Ronnie, but no, it's true, man. Uh, oh yeah, you know a young Ryan Gosling was in that. Ryan Gosling. He was the cute. He was in that Allen. Allen, Allen. I forgot what is Allen Bosley. Yeah, he got a spot too man. by. Uh, what? By Pete. By Peter, Peter Jones, running back, D running back. What's his name? Donald Faison. Donald Faison. Yeah. And then uh, Friday Night Lights is just a good, 
movie. Anybody, any athlete who watched uh, Friday Night Lights wanted to be Booby Miles or play high school football and things like that. I think everybody wanted to go off and running back in the summer after uh, Friday Night Lights came out. You know, I'm glad Friday Night Lights, because I was actually reading the book, but I wasn't where it is, so I watched the movie. I'm glad they showed light on Carter and how bad Carter was. When I mean bad, I mean is is like good, you know, in the black colloquialism. Because I'm like, these boys, and I got a friend who's from Dallas, he went to Kimball, that's Carter's rival. And I said, bro, they really like this. They said, bro, them dudes walk through the sign, they look at you and they bark. He said, everything you saw them do on Friday Night Lights, he said, I played against them. He said, them niggas, ignorant. Yeah, but I watched that with Carter High documentary. With Carter Lawson. Carter Lawson documentary on ESPN, and apparently, the kids in that neighborhood, they, they, no, they, they came from money. They, they came from money. No, they actually said that when I read Friday Night Lights, they actually said the kids who went to Carter lived better than the kids in Odessa. Yeah, Mike Winchell lived in the trailer. Oh, he did? I thought he just lived in the... Hey, man, speaking of Friday Night, I know it's not a funny scene, but remember when Donnie Bisley had brought the girl home, and then he dropped, he said, what, what you, his dad said, what you, do, what you do with the lamp? He said, little phone. He said, you phone with the lamp. He said, can't hold on to the lamp. We can't hold the football. You held the football yesterday? You gonna hold on. How about now? And he took the duct tape and threw a duct Hold on to the guy thing on ball. I shouldn't have been laughing at that, but that was just, I was like, I'm sorry, that's that's unintentional. Tim, Tim McGraw, man, he, it's funny because you see him play Billingsley's dad and he's a drunk. And, and then an asshole, and then in the long, and then his blind side, he's blind just side. like the, the sweet, he's sweet, the nicest, spice guy in the world. He plays Sean Tui, he's the nicest guy ever. But no, man, the saddest scene is I've never played high school football, but I just imagine like when Booby broke down and cried in the car, because I'm like, you've been working for something your whole life, and in a split second, it's gone. Man, he broke down in that car. Booby Miles is, that goes to show how, he, how important your education is. He locked up now. He locked up. I think it's assault. He locked up for an assault. He been in and out of jail. He actually was in the, the real Booby Mile. He was in the yeah, movie. Like right after Booby got hurt, they go to a big black dude who got a uh, with a hat yeah, on. He just and he's just like, mm. he like, mm. I'm like, that's Booby Mile. And that's sad because he probably like, yeah. But that ain't even happened. Like the movie, he didn't even get hurt in the game. He got hurt in a scrimmage at the beginning of the season. Yeah. And what he had an ACL, right? I think it was his ACL. Yeah, he, ACL but he got was, ACL was like. Death wish back then. Yeah, because they didn't have the technology and all that stuff. But they try to rush him back. I mean, because like that woman said, one scene where she like, you need to play them both ways. And the one, they was at a booster party and the woman was talking to the coach. Man, so she, she said she that, had she, to drop the N word. She's a, dude, but it's Texas. Man. That's Texas, man. In the 80s. That's Texas in the man, 80s. She said that big nigga ain't going to break. Put him in no. But my favorite scene is when uh, Chris Coleman tried to go in the game and then coach uh, Gaines asked him, you ain't going to take your helmet, son? And then he didn't have it. And then the other coach, the sister coach, Chris, you ain't got your helmet? Where'd you put your helmet? He said, he had one dude, he was like, let me hold on to it. He told him, no, no way. <laughs> no, the coach was like, where you put your helmet? You don't know you play this game with a helmet? I just always look. He said, I had to ain't that now. Yeah, there's a lot of other good movies that got left off, like Longest Yard. No, Blindside. Blindside was good, Longest Yard. Uh, games, you said when the game stands tall. Game stands Sunset tall. Park, that was a good one. If you a sneakerhead, go watch Sunset Park because they had almost everybody. Shout out to Fredo Starr and a young Terrence Howard that was in there. Fredro. Fredro, Fredro. I, I always Fredro, man. They said What's wrong? he snapped on Charlemagne or something. Yeah, I saw that, but no, he came in there cocky with lad. Fredro, when have you ever seen Fredro Star actually happy? Exactly. 
I mean that that's Onyx, man. That's that that he is the, him nice. and Sticky Fingers. I've never seen them happy. I don't even know. And I don't even know who the other guys in Onyx is. I didn't know him and Sticky Fingers. I couldn't even tell you what Sticky Fingers looks like for. I want to say Sticky Fingers is. I don't know. See, I don't know. You ever you seen Next Friday? That's what Tyrone. I want to say. That's, that's Tyrone. Sticky fingers. Sticky fingers is, is Tyrone. Brother, that's yeah. that's Tyrone. I that's Sticky fingers. Which is kind of funny because Stick, Sticky fingers are playing a bully. So to see somebody score upside his head is kind of funny. What is? They said Fifty Cent what Fredro Star ass. But Fifty, but, but Fredro Star about my height. And Fifty Cent about what five ten like at his prime like two something. Okay, speaking, of, I'm glad you said that. What's the 50 Cent football movie? Uh, All Things Fall Apart. When I said there's not that many bad football movies or bad sports movies, I'm sorry, I take that back. That was a terrible movie. All Things Fall Apart? All Things Fall Apart. Yeah, man, 50, you know better than that. That shit was bad. Well, first of all, all 50 Cent movies are straight to DVD anyway. And I'm surprised he ain't had no sex scenes in that because you know all the 50 Cent movies, he got to at least have a sex scene with the, with, with the hottest woman Get on Richard the Richard Dr. Tron was fired up. That was that was he was hot at the time and honestly I want to say I like his acting more than his rapping. Every, if you watch him play Cannon Stark and you watch him in yeah, uh, I really think he. Everybody said I think Fifty Cent like that for real. Like yeah, that, that too, that too much. That's all he and Den of Thieves. I still ain't seen Den of Thieves. Ooh. I started it, but I I didn't finish it. I had to go to work. Man. Yeah, but back to sports movies, man. It's a lot of them, man. So y'all let us know which one's y'all's favorites. Yeah, we were talking about sports movies. People, if you got kids, it's a good thing to keep your kids in sports. So you don't have to end up beating their ass for doing something stupid out in the streets. And speaking of people who be whooping their kids' asses, I am not keen on these people who do it and put it on the internet. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't whoop no kids. I'm all for kids being whooped. Kids need to be whooped a lot more nowadays than what they are getting whooped. Kids need to get their ass whooped. I think that's just he, part They of need them. to get a, as I say, they need to get a mud hole stomped in them. For real, for real. But I'll listen, I just don't like you putting it up online that you're doing it. Because a lot of people, like me and my cousin, uh, Gabe, he posted a video of a of, of dad. You know how they say, oh, you think you're grown? I'm going to let you get a haircut like growing. They gave him a little George Jefferson <laughs> bow. Nah, I'm not the, the German Hemsley. <laughs> now, I was like, all right. I, put, I commented on it. I said, hey. Now, when that boy grow up, or that boy go to the streets, you ain't, I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, you ain't, you, you ain't qualified, you ain't getting no kids. I said, no, I said, I ain't against nobody whooping their kids, because the kids need to doing that. So I said, but you do that on the internet, like, why why you got to do that? Like, well, what is the, you know, see, I said, you, you, you supposed to, like that we do here in the military, and, and, it's, and they say it's a, it's a uh, model for life. You praise in public, you punish in private. Because... Prime example of them kids gonna go up. It was a boy in New Orleans back in like 2009, 2010. I remember this. He was what we call if you pretend to be on some gang shit or pretend to be in a gang, that's called false flagging. And this little boy in New Orleans was false flagging. His uncle found out that he was doing it. And his uncle got on Facebook. Well, this one Facebook, like this is when you just record it. So he recorded it. And he told, I said, I want you to get on this camera and tell everybody this is fake. And he had a belt in his hand, the boy said, this is fake. And then the uncle said, this is fake, but this ass woman ain't going to be fake. And started whooping the boy on camera. And a few months later, almost a few months go by, there's a news report come out, the little boy got killed. And the uncle was like, I tried to save him really by embarrassing him. So this is what happened. The little boy 
that got beat, he getting picked on. So now he finna go do it for real now. now. now Cause really now he gang. gotta do that cause people is- Got people fucking with him. Exactly. Now he really gang. Now he in the game and now your nephew gone because, yeah, whoop, whoop, what you did, I, I applaud that. Cause he needed that. Cause, uh, he, cause you tried to deter what unfortunately ended up happening. But you also pushed him towards that. You embarrassed him. You embarrassed him. And that's the thing people a lot of said, like my cousin Gay said, you ain't qualified, you need to talk about you got no kids. Which kind of makes me mad. Because they're, they're quick to tell you it take a village to raise a child. Unless it's your child. No, it's like, well, take a village to raise a child. No, what that means is, if I see him doing something bad in the street, oh, I'm supposed to go out my way and, hey, boy, don't do that, man. Your daddy know you out there, da 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 but when you doing something like, hey, bro, there's another way you can go about doing it. If you ain't got no kid, this ain't your kid, this is my son. Saying, oh, okay. Don't tell me how to you, you don't tell me how to raise my kids. Okay. And that's and, and, and people who do that, it see, they want it when it's convenient for them. But I told people, I said, okay, it take a village, right? Okay, well, since you got a problem with me telling you something like this, then when I see him out there in the streets jacking somebody's car, I ain't gonna say shit. Stevie Wonder. Why you ain't saying nothing? Oh no, 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 no. Don't tell you how to raise your kid. Don't tell you how to raise your kid. No, 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 no. Now he'll be all right now, cause no. When you was doing something like, hey, bro, come on, you just just ease up. I ain't telling you. No, no, don't tell me how to raise my kid. Well, I ain't gonna tell you how to raise a kid. If, if you, if obviously they don't know stealing, then you ain't. And then halftime, I think a lot of them parents do that because they want a pat on the back. Like look at me parenting my children. Like Chris Rock. Like do, Chris Rock said, nigga, you supposed to do that. Just elaborate that on that, man. I'm all for beating a kid, beating kids, and well, not beating, not beating, whooping or spanking. And I think honestly, I'm not opposed to kids getting paddled in school. Me neither. They need that back. Because if you see what goes on in school nowadays, like it's like, what do we go away from? Why is there such a difference between nowadays and the crazy shit kids doing back then? We went away from spanking children and disciplining children, but um. I think a big thing with that on the flip side is also know how your child reacts to being spanked and how they respond. If your kid responds even worse to being spanked, then you got to figure that out. You got to find out what your kid does respond to. Every kid's not going to take getting their ass whooped the same way. I don't know. I was, I was more. Some kids, it only takes them once. I ain't like none of. I ain't like being spanked. I ain't like stuff taken from. I ain't like being grunted. I just didn't. See me personally, I would rather get that spanking lasts for. No, it it you say that, but you it see it lasts for ten, it lasts for a few seconds. Ten seconds, my behind. It's like ten, it's ten, fifteen. Pop. I'll take them, but I just don't like it when they they tell you to do that and they tell you stop flinching. You hit me with a piece of leather. What you mean stop flinching like that? But that ten seconds though, or I mean that that uh that two months you can't go nowhere no phone. Well, I know about that. Boy, I know I, about that. I was on six. I've been on six day restriction. I know about the two months I'd much on the lockup. I'd much rather go thirty with Mike Tyson. Thirty seconds on Mike Tyson before I. No, ain't no thirty seconds. I'm just gonna tell Mike he what you got and put me on <laughs> down. Put me on down, pimp. Put me out of my misery. I'll go thirty seconds on Mike Tyson before I did a month. But then another, another thing is, sad is this: I, I, especially us in the black community, ain't to fear daddy no more. For real, for real. You know that fear daddy I'm talking about. Like, they can say they call you, my man, mama gonna cuss, she gonna do, she gonna hit me through the damn like, oh, I'ma call you dad. Nah, man, look, look here, man, look here. I'ma sit down, I'ma be quiet, I'ma be, I'm be quiet. Cause I'ma tell you. You ain't gotta do all yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta call my daddy, man. We can handle this between us. He ain't even gotta come up here. Man, he at work, man, he on nice shit. Like, oh, that's the number one thing my daddy used to hate. Me acting up, he gotta come to school. He on the night shift? 
Boy. Boy, but he, my dad already a mean ass dude anyway. He was a mean ass dude. He'll see, nowadays, you ever notice nowadays when you get older, your parents act like they ain't do something. You remember you hit me? I hit you? I don't mean, I ain't hit you. You exaggerate. Oh, we gonna play that game. Shout out to OG McCorvey, man. Man, man, yeah. But nah, man, if I had to wake him, I remember one time he was on a night shift. He ain't whooped me because I was in the lit, I was in the 10th grade, but I flooded the chemistry lab out of my high school. <laughs> I didn't try to do it on purpose, bro. No, this what happened. Okay. Now I go. I, Moss Point is a is a hood school, so we had chemistry. But but ask me how many times we actually dealt with chemicals. <laughs> Zero. Do you really want a bunch of hood kids with some chemicals in their hand? No, you do not. So we had you know in the chemistry lab you got the safety showers. The decon station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we 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 anyway. We, we went in the Navy, we know it's called a decon station, but anyway. But anyway, so I was like, man, I've never seen this. I wanted to hire work. So my boy T was like, man, just uh, just press. You just sit on the press. I pressed it, and it got stuck because it was rusty. So the, the latch got stuck, and the water coming down like harder than what I thought. So the only way you can do it is go up to the top and like pull the thing. Man, I'm not that tall, and if I get up there, I'm going to get soaking wet. They're going to know I did. <laughs> so I did what any red-blooded kid faced with that person would do. I ran out of that moment. Somebody told on me, but just luckily, Mr. Smith was the assistant principal. And Ms. Smith was my Spanish teacher the year before. So instead of me being suspended, and then it also played, I mean, so he just sent me to ISS. Well, the whole next week, just one week at ISS. Which, but this played in my favor because we only had two weeks of school left. So he's like, man, we got two weeks of school left. Just let him go to the ISS, come back, take his finals, he's gone. And I transferred to the next year to pass school, high school. But that's all. So, but man, my dad had to come pick me up. He ain't say nothing to me, man. I was just like trying to just be quiet and everything. But his window was kind of cracked. Now, when my daddy pissed off, you don't touch nothing in that car. You don't touch the radio. You don't touch the. You don't touch window. You don't touch nothing. You just look dead ahead. You don't make no sudden movements. So, let me tell you how funny God is. It starts raining. My window down, so I try to roll my 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 uh my, my window up, and then my dad like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm rolling the window. Why? Cause I don't want to get wet. Oh, oh, you don't want to get wet. Now you don't want to get wet. No. Cause your ass ain't had no don't had no MF and pro, had no motherfucking problem getting wet. And I'm like, hold on, wait. You're like, nah, nah. See, that's the stuff I don't understand with you. You, you, you he says, really, nigga, do you think before you do something? Do you do you think? I just want to know do you think. He like, do you do you do you think? And you know how it is, you can't, you can't say, yeah, you do. Now, obviously not, nigga, because I wouldn't be here coming to get you. Just like, just like when you ask you, do I look stupid to you? I think my coming to Jesus moment with my mother was actually my senior year of high school. We had a, uh, like any like any senior class dude, we got a senior prank like last couple days of school. I think it was like the last 10 days. So uh, we all skip like idiots. And then go to, uh, we go eat IHOP or we go to the bowling alley or whatever. And then we get the bright idea to fill up thousands of water balloons. And then when the kids are leaving school the next day, to throw at them. They do that every year. Seniors do that every year. Cool. So we do that. And, you know, we think it's harmless and everything like that. So we roll up to the school. 
We see everybody. We let them have it. They got uh, Mr. Warren, the old Latin teacher. He was about 80, 86. They pelted his dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> you said pelted. They pelted his stupid ass, man. It was fun, man. But, yeah, the next day I show up to school like nothing happened. I was like, man, I had a shirt around my face. I'm like, hey, shirt around your face? Yeah, I had a shirt around my face. I ain't had no mask, so I just took a shirt. <laughs> Just took a shirt, tied it around my face. I'm like, did nobody see my face? It's cool. But they know your shirt you wear, so. But look, I'm going to tell you what. My brother said he seen me on the bus. He said I knew it was you just because I just know you. He was like, <laughs> he was like, anybody was going to know that that was you. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, they call us to office the next day. They're like, you were here. You were part of it. And, of course, me, I'm like. Oh, was it? What are you talking about? And it was like, well, this is a list of people who skip school and da-da-da-da. And we got all kind of proof, which they didn't. And then they bring my mother in there. Oh, Lord. And then they try to convince my mother. They're like, this is Keith right here. And she told me, she said, no, it's not. Or whatever. But then one thing leads to another. They couldn't prove it. And they threatened us. They said we couldn't walk for graduation, things like that. Whole time, my mother already planned a graduation party, rented out a venue, invited my family. So that was bad. I was like, man, I'm not going to be able to walk my family here. We did all this for nothing. So she didn't talk to me for a couple days. But then when they found out, I got to walk. And then I did. They suspended us for the last nine days of school. They let us come back, take our finals and things like that. So... That's how it was, but yeah, my mom just gave me a look and didn't talk to me, and that was my coming to Jesus moment. I would have rather, I would have rather got a whooping though, cause I was scared. No, but see, dude, that's it. She ain't talked to me, but my dad with that situation, I got punished going into the summer. Ooh, like my first two weeks of summer vacation was punishment. My stepmom had to find him, nigga, let up. Let up, let up, cause and then my my grandma, I see the way I love my grandma. Shout out to my mama, my mama Roberta. She said I don't know why that nigga act like that. I said why? I said let me tell you what this dumb ass did when he was in high school in '71 or '72. She said this nigga thought it'd be a cool idea. My daddy went to high school in rural Mississippi called East Central High School, and East Central is still today like predominantly white, like 85, 90 percent white, like 10 percent black, 15, 10 percent black. She told me, she said, I don't know why he getting mad at you for doing that. I said, this dumb fool gonna sit there and write black power on the wall of the gym. Knowing he wasn't the only six niggas in the school and knowing how, and, and knowing they know his track record. And they know who got gym that period. Exactly. There's only, only one of y'all in six periods. She says, he says, I don't know why your daddy being like that. Like, he ain't do nothing stupid. Yeah, man. They, they tried to get me, they tried to get me to that long ride. No, that's a long ride. You just couldn't walk, but that's, that ain't man. a long ride. You think we'll get your diploma? Dog, my mama was gonna give me the long ride, bro. Yeah, you gonna get that long ride. Yeah, man, but yeah, man, you gotta start being harder on our kids, man. We gotta discipline them. Just keep it, just keep it off the internet. That's keep all I'm saying. Just, you ain't gotta match, do it. Man. Just keep it off the net, cause some of these people you do that. And then you might show it and somebody reports you. Or you could be at a job you got. People don't like you. You know the people I'm talking about. I ain't going to say they say they names or anything or who they are. But we know they may not like you. They might put it up there to the boss and they got a reason to fire you. Yep. So you got to think smartest. And then, too, you don't need nobody else's validation on how you parent. 
Y'all just want people to pat you on your back. Ooh, look at me. I did a good job. You don't need nobody to tell you to do that. If you know you're doing a good thing and you raising a productive, respectful member of society, that'll show it. You showing you beating them don't show that. A lot of kids get beaten and they take their ass off the beaten path. And then they end up in county or the cemetery. So learn what works best for your kids. And if you don't, if you don't want nobody telling you how to raise your kid, don't be saying that it takes a village to raise a child shit. Yeah. Cause the next time I hear somebody say that, I'm just gonna be like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> well, y'all, that's the end of this episode of Big Key Peter Mac Podcast, man. It is late because I have just got off at midnight and it is we've been trying to record it's like 250 right now. Y'all know what's going on, man. A whole lot of this, whole lot of that. Man. But no, keep going. Tell them what you love, tell them, pimp. Stay cool. Be calm and get paid. And that's some food talk for your ass.